Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page on at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on warn-usa.com, American Republic You Can Keep, Overcoming Miraculous Missions on Classic Warn Radio, Ordained Powers of God, Book of Romans, Part 25, Facing, Faith Facing Temptation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 95, On Battle Lines, and Cultural War of Jihad in the Modern Age. And featured on DanaGlennSmith.com, If Churches Could Talk, American Missionaries Need to Reach Lost America, Eudokia, God's Secret Sets Men's Free, and Christianity 101 Prepared in Christ. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. And hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And the watchman wrote this book in early 2019 before COVID and all the rioting by BLM and Antifa and we didn't get it published until 2021 but be sure to get your copy and you can get your copy on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson and many more. The rising ebook can also be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. 
Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. A little chilly around oh, here. Oh, man, it's freezing outside. I'm thankful to be in this heat, in the house with heat. Thank you, Lord. Yep. We are in January 2024, and uh, we are getting back in our schedule. Yeah, it's good to be back. We do a lot of things during this time, time out. We have to get things organized and check out the websites and uh, do various things. Get ready for the new year. Yeah, and so it's all in preparation for another year. It proves to be a perilous year this year. It uh, 2024 is going to be not a very nice year for many. It's a troubling year. And uh, the best thing that you can do is draw close to the Lord and stay there and trust Him. Because make no mistake about it, you know, this year, as much as we'd all love it, you know, it's it's going to be a real tough year and uh, I think one of the biggest things that are going to happen and of course a lot of people don't believe that but it's going to be in the financial markets it's going to be in America's uh, ability to uh, um, keep their own dollar floating it's a it's it's a serious time so but until that time, and even after that time, we've, we're looking to the Lord. And I say that sincerely. You know, we have to look to the Lord in all of this. And so tonight, we're going to be plowing through Isaiah. And uh, we are about ready to go to another chapter and uh, it's just hard to believe we've been doing this this long in 2024 you know we're going to get it finished this year yeah you know this is one of those things there's a lot of things going on so keep your eyes open and your prayers going. And don't forget to drop by our websites and listen and read and, you know, and don't be afraid to leave a comment. So until next time. No, wait a minute. We have to do the show yet. <laughs> okay, well, tonight... Savior Redeemer brings us to part 200 in this first week of 2024. This is the chapter this is in chapter 60 of Isaiah's prophetic book. 
The nation of Israel, divided into two houses long ago, find themselves out of captivity. We find that the Lord is merciful and that mercy is extended through the generations of men. The voice of praise and not sorrow, the voice of happiness and blessing, replace the wilderness of God's wrath and judgment. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. Okay. Well, you know, and when I do these shows, I think of America a lot. So, there's no doubt about it. You know, here, the title of this, one, a couple of key words is Savior Redeemer. And uh, it brings to the table, our table of prophecy, our table of study, prophetic truths. You know, judgment is not what many believe, you know, what it really is. They, They don't quite understand it. But you see, here we have Judah involved, a route of judgment, affliction and troubles that pursued her, but yet it led to restoration with the God of Israel. And when you get up into chapter 60 and stuff, there's a lot of good stuff in here. A lot of things that we talk about and the fulfillment and the blessings of God. But see, you know, we're, in real life, we're going through a lot of troubles. Here, right now, we are waiting for the coming of the Lord. We are literally, you know, living in a pre, the (laughs) pre-apocalypse. You know, and and, uh, I'm sure many of you don't really want to live in the apocalypse but see there is coming a time of joy and gladness the voice of the bride of the bridegroom and of the bride we find that the lord is merciful even today see and we see a lot of a lot of stuff happening in america that that you know is wicked it's corrupt but part of Part of what's happening right now is God is calling Americans to mercy. That's how God gives them mercy from this judgment. And there are a lot of revivals going on in America. Big revivals. I shouldn't say a lot. But but they're happening. And so, make no mistake about it. Judgment is on on the neck of America right now in the nations but it's not the tribulation we haven't gotten there yet matter of fact we haven't even got the temple built yet and there's a lot of things that in when we deal with the prophetic things they're they're not here yet but Israel's going through trouble and some of them really look like a precursor to uh, Ezekiel 38. But we'll have to watch and see it play out. 
So we are in part 200 in this first week of 2024. And as we look over the nations of men tonight, and as we look over the many, many days left in this year, I I think of many things, but one thing I think of is every day you're one day closer to the coming of the Lord. And so back in December 14th, we left off in Isaiah in chapter 60, and we're at verse 15 through 18. We're going to begin this. The glorification of Zion, a glorious change takes place in the church, not in itself, but also in the judgment of nations. That's Kyle and Delish. And by the way, they, they do put in the word church in here when they look at Zion and when they're um, looking at Israel. <clears throat> Whereas thou hast been forsaken and hated, so that no man went through thee, I will make thee an eternal excellency, a joy of many nation, generations. Now see, that's what had happened. And uh, they have been forsaken and hated in judgment. They were sent into captivity for 70 years because of what Judah did. And the land was so forsaken that nobody had anything to do with it but God says I'll make an eternal excellency and a joy of many generations out of you you know I mean you know talk about forgetting your troubles whereas thou hast been forsaken now here the forsaking forsaken refers to the various calamities persecution and trials which she was had to endure and she endured a lot of that even before she went into captivity and you know the country was so forsaken abandoned desolate no caravan would bother passing through it now see that's what the curse does that that that's what when you forsake the lord these things happen Now, see, I hate to tell you this, but America itself is in judgment. Because the original America of faith and Christianity has forsook that. America left off. In the beginning, this was filled with Christians. And they look to the Lord God. Now we are corrupt. Our presidency with Joseph Biden is corrupt. The presidency under Obama was corrupt. And under President Trump, you might ask me, was it corrupt under him? Well, there were people who were corrupt under him. 
but Trump held a higher virtue than the others. But his problem were the wicked who wanted to destroy him, and that's the way it is today. Now whether you think I'm being political or not, I don't care. But the fact remains of it is, is when you look at Obama and his two terms, he was trying to destroy America. Joe Biden has done an excellent job of destroying America and filling it up with illegals who don't pay for anything, don't respect anything, and expect you to take care of them and the rest of America, true Americans, can go jump in the lake because the Biden administration don't care about them. That's the way it goes when you try to institute Marxism in a country like America. And we're here because of judgment. We're here because we forsook the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, after 25 years of warning America, we have only just begun because the real hard stuff is coming. Because when you look at judgment, judgment shows no favorites. If you forsake the Lord, God will do something to wake you up. Thank God he does. Lamentations 1, 3 through 4. Judah has gone into captivity because of affliction and because of great servitude. She dwelleth among the heathen. She finds no rest, and all her persecutors overtook her between the straits. The ways of Zion do mourn because none come to the solemn feasts, and all of her gates are desolate. Her priests sigh. Her virgins are afflicted, and she is in bitterness. Now see, let me get something straight here. Judah has not gone into captivity just because of affliction. The affliction came because Judah forsook the Lord God and did abominable in his sight. And the result of those things that she did, God sent affliction, great affliction, and so instead of living in a nice nation, you don't have any trouble, you have constant troubles. And that sounds familiar when you look at America. You know, Tower and I can recall a time in America when it wasn't like this. But America has much to learn. And don't look to the nations of men because they are not going to go out of their way to serve the Lord. They will serve their own gods. Now you get down to Isaiah 34, 9 through 10. And all this does is confirm the fact that Judah had some serious troubles. And the streams thereof shall be turned into pitch. And the dust thereof into brimstone, and the land shall become burning pitch. Now that's like tar. That That's really not good. <laughs> you know, I, I laugh because when I see this, this is, this is picturesque. You know, you've seen fire and brimstone. 
and you see the lava flows just think of a beautiful forest and because of the war and because of all the stuff that was going on your perfect land was turned into a foreign land that you don't recognize and it's unclean and that's what all this uh, is referencing and that shall not be quenched night or day and the smoke thereof shall go up forever from generation to generation it shall lie waste and none shall pass through it forever and ever now see that is an issue here when we look in uh, Jeremiah when it says forever and ever and um it's not going to be forever and ever. And so you'd have to look at the original Hebrew in that, but there's a lot of that a prophecy. Now see, in Judah's judgment, it was 70 years. And that's a long time. So it's an extremely long time. And because they had war there, and because Babylon carried them captive, and all the things that they did to provoke the Lord, your city of joy became a city of agony. I mean, just look at America. America's a pain today. I mean, you know, people are so divided. People today, you know, they don't even know what science is anymore because they don't believe stuff anymore. And you have scientists that are giving in and doing sexual experiments on these kids, among many other things. We're, we're a nation that doesn't know what truth is. We're a nation that doesn't know which direction to turn. We're a nation that have turned to darkness and confusion and expect to get a decent answer. And that's because of sin. The only reason Obama could get in here and Biden could be in there be elected and the only reason the Democrats can do what they do at times to get rid of Trump, there's a lot of corruption, there's a lot of hatred, there's division like we've never seen. The only reason that we have people that can get in there and take over this and lead this country in a way that the, that the citizens of this country don't like is because of sin. Sin is it. And we have persistent people that get up there and blame the whites for all the troubles. I got news for you. You're a seriously demented if you think all this is coming because of the color of somebody's skin. It's not the color of your skin that is the sin. 
It is the sin within. That is the sin. Unconfessed, unrepentant. But see, by the time, now see, Jeremiah 33 is, is a good chapter. Thus saith the Lord, and there shall be heard in this place, which you say shall be desolate without man and without beast, even in the cities of Judah and on the streets of Jerusalem, that are desolate without man, without inhabitant, and without beast. Now that's, you know, I remember, I forgot who it was, a real famous, I think it was Mark Twain. And he went to the Holy Land and he said the only thing there is desert and foxes and things. There's, there wasn't anything there. There wasn't anything in Jerusalem much. It was, it was a semblance of itself. And then Israel got back in the land and it began to blossom. And you can find prophecies to that effect. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good. For his mercy endureth forever, and for them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For all cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, saith the Lord. Now see, they were brought back. Now, see, we know they were brought back because we're in the historical timeline when this has already occurred. But see, I got news for you. We got other problems today other than Israel. America has issues. And America's not doing good. And America's being invaded. And there are more things that are going to happen. And it's going to challenge you to the very core of your being. Because this thing ain't over. It's just beginning, even for Israel. It's beginning for all the rest of us. And there's a whole plethora of you out there that believe that you're going to be taken in an early rapture. Well, bully for you. I mean, I'm all ready to go if the Lord comes early, but there's no scriptural basis for that. And I don't care what doctor of theology says there is. I challenge you. Now, I'm not going to argue with you, but I challenge you to understand That there's going to be some things happening that you th you're going to think, I should have been taken out of here. I mean, nobody in their right mind would want to go through this. But the problem of it is, is sin. But see, I'll give this. In John, the Lord was talking to his apostles. And he says, I'm going to go away, and where I go, you cannot come. And he was talking about a number of things in, in that. In my father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. 
He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again to receive you unto myself, that where I am you will be also. Now that receiving unto himself is what Paul describes as that rapture that twinkling of an eye but the Lord said he was coming back in John the apostles dug into it and got more details but in our Christian church we have we've added fertilizer to the flowers in the flower bed and nurtured it. In this case, you planted the wrong thing because there's stuff. A lot of this stuff is stories. There's no truth to it. We've made it into truth. However, if you want to believe in a pre-trib, help yourself. But see, the point here is that there's going to be a restoration. A full restoration for Israel. And that's completely. Because Israel will be saved. And the Gentiles who believe upon Yahshua will be saved. There will be restoration. There will be joy again beyond the pain, beyond the problems, beyond all the issues that we face today, it will all be gone. Goes on to say in Isaiah 61, and that's why these latter chapters, they have so much that's good in them. But ye shall be named the priests of the Lord, men shall call you the ministers of our God, you shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall you boast yourselves. For your shame you shall have double, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore in their land they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. And another one I like is Isaiah 35.10. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion, with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. And they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Now see, if, if you're a, joy, a Jew today living in Israel, you will know all these verses. You will know there's coming a time of fulfillment. But see, right now Israel was attacked. And they had... Hamas do horrific things to their women and their babies not to mention the others it was damnable and I followed it closely so for Israel if you're hoping in something you might look at that and be kind of disappointed right now because why did it have to happen now 
Trump had made the Abrahamic covenant between Israel and the other nations, which were actually Ishmael's tribes. But see, there comes a time, and they use a lot of this, in verse 16 of Isaiah 60 and, and there's a lot of this kind of language in these verses thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles and shalt suck the breast of kings and thou shalt know that I the Lord am thy savior and thy redeemer the mighty one of Jacob thou shalt also suck the milk of the Gentiles now the, the word there is in the Chaldee it means whatever is valuable and rich which they possess shall contribute to your welfare, meaning the Jews. So whatever the Gentiles possess, they, and, and it's because the Gentiles have a lot, but they will give it to help Israel. And, you know, even in this latest war, America got involved. To help out Israel but they've also been a pain in the butt with Israel <clears throat> it says thou shalt suck the breast of kings and thou shalt be satisfied and this is again in the Chaldee when you look at this and thou shalt be satisfied with the riches of the people and shall delight thyself with the spoil of kings Thou shalt know that I am the Lord, thy Savior, and thy Redeemer, by the protection which shall be extended to thee. In other words, it's just like it's just like today, you know, as we see Israel, um, America, and it's not just America, <coughs> but you have the UK, and you got American ships that attacked the Houthis today because they got involved against Israel and against the rest of everybody. So this thing is getting into a major fight here. And so, by the protection which shall be extended to thee and by the ascension which shall be made to thee, Thou shalt have full proof that Yahweh is thy protector and friend. You know, and I remember a Jew who said in an interview, where was the Lord in all this? For he had prayed, and he had lost some of his family. Where was the Lord? A lot of them were totally, totally caught off guard. Now see, man has this world, and the world is full of evil. And evil is going to grow, because this is the time when there will be two harvests. The one of the wicked 
and the other the righteous. And so this has to play out. These things must happen. But see, these promises are directly, you know, linked to the mighty one of Jacob, to the Lord, to the Savior, and to the Redeemer. And we also find uh, scriptures in here linking to the Messiah, to Yahshua, and to his coming. In verse 30 of uh, Ezekiel 34, Thus shall they know that I, the Lord their God, am with them, and that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, saith the Lord God. Isaiah 66, 13 through 14, As one whom his mother comforteth, so will I comfort you, and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. And when you see this, your heart shall rejoice, your bones shall flourish like an herb, and the hand of the Lord shall be known toward his servants, and his indignation toward his enemies. And see, as Christians, we look for the hand of the Lord to be extended to us. John gave us revelation to give us knowledge of what was going on. Paul told us there would be a taking away of the saints. We know the Lord is coming, but there is this harvest. And the harvest of the wicked, wickedness has got to get at its highest and most wicked points. Because at that point, God can cut them off and they'll be totally finished. And in the same token with the righteous, And so, you know, I can't tell you that this is going to be fun. But see, I do believe categorically that as Christians, we can believe for the miraculous, for absolute deliverance. And yes, there is going to be death, there is going to be people that will be martyred just like there's going to be Jews killed this is the war and the battle Israel is fighting this battle out of the Old Testament and the law some of the Jews are messianic so they're fighting it with the New Testament with faith and with Messiah and all the promises we have today we are not lost we are found. We are not ignorant. We are aware. We are not in darkness. We are in the light. We're not waiting for nobody. We're waiting for somebody. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Satan is a liar. He's the father of lies. And the Lord said of Satan... Satan cometh and he has 
nothing on me. So when Satan went to tempt the Lord, you know, and people make a big deal out of this, saying that he could have, he could have fell, you know, given in. No, he couldn't have. He didn't come to fail. That's ridiculous. There's nowhere in it that he was going to fail. Did his body get weak? Yes. But at any time during this, he could have called and legions of angels would rescue him and pull him out. So you need to look through this through the right glasses. Verse 17, For brass I will bring gold, for iron I will bring silver, and for wood brass, for stones iron. I'll also make thy officers peace and thy exactors righteousness. Now Kyle and Delish, as well as Albert Books, both covers this. Colin DeLeach says of this, the outward and inward beauty of the New Jerusalem is now depicted by the materials of her structure and the powers which prevail within her. The outward and inward beauty of the New Jerusalem is now depicted by the materials of her structure and the powers which prevail within her. Albert Book says, this commences the description of the happy times when the Gentiles should be led to embrace the true religion. Now he's taken this from the point that the Gentiles didn't know and they didn't know. And so from the time that Paul came and went to the Gentiles, that was the first time the Gentiles had any kind of hope and knowing the true God. Today, all these years later and centuries, we Gentiles know the truth who are born again. And we know what this tribulation bringeth. And we know who's behind this deceit. And we can see God calling man out of the nations of men to be prepared for their God to come. See, we're not going to stick around and kiss the butt of the Antichrist. That's not our goal. In Isaiah 1, 26 and 27... And I'll restore thy judges as at the first, and thy counselors as at the beginning, and afterward thou shalt be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion shall be redeemed with judgment, and her converts with righteousness. Now see, Christians are waiting for the Zion of God. And a lot of people don't like Zionism. There's a lot of different Zionisms and descriptions but we're waiting for the Lord and he's going to have a city and that city is called Zion now there's a lot of people that want to build their own little idea of what's going on here 
But make no mistake, there's going to be the rise of darkness and the rise of righteousness. And the rise of righteousness shall be the Son of Almighty God. In this case, he will be the Almighty. For in Revelation 1, he calls himself the Almighty. And he'll be coming on a white horse. The picture is purity. The picture is power. For even in the eyes of the horses you can see the fire of God. Because the true and living God sitting on a white stallion. That stallion is not a stallion. That stallion comes out of the heavenlies. You don't want to mess with this one. If you're the enemy of God, you'd better... <laughs> it's going to be too late. Sorry. Isaiah 32, 1 through 2. Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes shall rule in judgment. And a man shall be as a hiding place from the wind, and a covert from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, and as a shadow of a great rock in a weary land. A king shall reign in righteousness. Now see, we've had a lot of kings reign. And upon the coming of the Lord, there will be a dark one who will sit as the prince and lord of the world. But he won't bring righteousness. But there is a king coming. Who will reign in righteousness and princes make no mistake God is going to reward his people we know the gates of Jerusalem are going to be built upon the apostles and the prophets with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone And we're going to be kings and priests unto God. This ain't no flunky organization. This is called redemption. This is called getting rid of the old sinful nature. The old thing that would corrupt itself. That thing which God had worked for generations and generations to bring in. How long did we wait before the Messiah came? How long are we waiting before he comes again? Yeah, we have churches, but they're, they're nothing like what's coming. We have pastors and preachers, but that's nothing like what we're coming to see. While we're going to see trouble, while we're going to see unprecedented trouble like we've never seen before, we will see a glory that no humans have ever seen before. Second Peter three twelve through thirteen. 
looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Revelation six twelve through 17 Now see, we're talking about a kingdom. In verse 17, we're talking about the new Jerusalem. This follows after all the trouble Judah was in. I've been going through stuff to show you what in the New Testament we look forward to. Now this verse 12, we're going to do a few of these. This is this will happen during the tribulation. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. The stars of heaven fell unto the earth even as a fig tree, Cast her untimely figs for when uh, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Now see, this is the very end. A great earthquake. And you can align some of these up even with what happens w- with Israel. Because if you look in the last chapter of Zechariah, the Lord comes and stands on the mountain. There's an earthquake. And the stars of heaven fall to the earth. Just like, you know, if a tree was losing her figs. And heaven departed as a scroll, which means all of your stars and everything. It's just like you take a, a curtain that, that rolls up like a scroll. It'll just roll up. And there's no heaven. What do you see? You see eternity. You know, there's just, there's a layer there that God put there that separates you. But now, you're sitting there, the stars of heaven fall, all of a sudden the the heaven depart as a scroll, the whole thing, it rolls up, stars, everything, just rolls up. You've never seen anything like that. So remember all the rich people, remember all the wicked and the kings of the earth, the great men and the rich men and the chief captains, the mighty men and every bondman, every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us, hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath is come and who shall be able to stand? Now you notice this verse 17, all these wicked know what it is. See, they, they act like they don't know. The wicked act like they don't know there's a God. They act like they don't know who Jesus Christ, Yahshua is. You know, they all go about their own little lives and they won't mention his name. They won't do nothing. But see, on this day, 
when this thing is unexplainable, when they don't have any clue and and the stars of heaven are fallen, heaven is rolling up like a scroll, they all run into the caves of the earth to try to hide themselves because something's different. And they call on the mountains and rocks to fall on us because they finally realize that this is the day of the Lord. And that's why they say, Hide us from the face of him that sits upon the throne in the wrath of the Lamb. For the day of his wrath has come. They knew they shouldn't have been doing those things. They knew they should have repented. But they didn't repent. And now his wrath has come. And this is toward the end of the tribulation. Welcome to the new world. Those of you that are hiding in the rocks, you'll notice that the very caves you took refuge in fell on top of you. So now you're standing as a spirit before the throne of God. Because you didn't realize it, but now it comes for the time of the great throne of judgment. The white throne of judgment. And of course the stars in the heavens aren't there because they opened up and flew up like a curtain. And you behold the table of the great wrath of God and of the day of judgment. There's nowhere to hide, kids. And what does it say of the believers who overcome? Hebrews talks about that in the Hall of Faith, 38 through 40. Of whom the world was not worthy, they wandered in deserts and mountains and the dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. And God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. That is we are all going to be made perfect together. Now, in Zechariah, this is the part where you can see the end. 8 through 10. And now the whole thing says it, but I'm just doing this one. And that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David, And the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all nations that come against Jerusalem. And I'll pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. Now this is when Israel recognizes the Messiah and they get saved. They come unto him in mass. This is Zechariah. The spirit of grace and supplications, they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. They shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in the bitterness for his firstborn. Now that's powerful. So if you're reading Revelation, reading the Gospels without getting into some of these Old Testament things, you're going to miss some stuff. Zechariah is and Zechariah 14 
has another portion that's really good. This is verse 12. The greater son of David comes. And so we're coming down to the hour. <laughs> but see that that makes me wanna get this puppy going. Makes me wanna say, okay, I'm ready. I mean, can you imagine seeing the heavens roll up like a scroll? Can you imagine seeing everything disappear and there's a long thing and there's a great throne of judgment? <clears throat> and on the horizon are millions and millions of angels. And on another horizon are countless saints of God standing around and they are watching the judgment. You're not going to be judged on the great throne of judgment by yourself. There will be the witnesses of heaven all the way around. You won't be able to hide anything. Everything will be made known and you will be punished because you forsook the truth. You wouldn't accept it. You must receive Yahshua. Come unto him. Let him forgive you and give you understanding in these things. Father, we thank you for this word. We bless you for this word. Feed those that hear this. Help them to understand it, Lord. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Okay, Tower, you okay. have a couple of moments to say goodbye. Okay. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We are always thankful to have you here with us. We love you. We always hope the best for you. And we hope that and pray that 2024 is, goes well for you. Draw close to the Lord. And please pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. And we thank you for all you do for the King. And good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Listen to the shows, read the articles, leave your comments. You can contact us through the contact page. <clears throat> Until next time, be blessed. May the Lord keep you. May he bless you, watch over you, and keep you from the evil. Until next time, Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.